This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Let's uh, put a bow, if you will. Let's wrap it up in week 16 for the Patriots' surprise Christmas Eve gift to Pats Nation, beating the Broncos 26-23. Let's begin with the offense. What grade did you give the offense and their efforts against Denver? Well, you can't spell Christmas Eve without a C, and I would give the offense a C for their work in Denver. I thought there were some really good things, really bad things. Uh, Couldn't run the ball uh, very well, and because they couldn't run the ball very well on early downs, that led to some long yardage third down situations. They kind of stunk on third downs, Uh, but they made the plays they needed to make when they needed to make them. They had that flurry of a couple touchdowns in the third quarter, which helped you forget about the fact that there were six three-and-outs, I believe, in terms of offensive possessions mm-hmm. in this game. Um, but obviously I grade on a curve, or I kind of weight it toward when you got the ball with 58 seconds left and you needed to drive down the field and do so in an, um, a tactical fashion where they yes. run the ball, get them use a timeout, run the ball, get them use a timeout. Oh, now I'm going to make some plays. Boom, we're going to flip the field here. Boom, we're going to score. So boom, you get a C on Christmas Eve. All right. Well, I actually was feeling a little more generous. Perhaps it was because I didn't think the Patriots would do very much. Now, we knew Denver didn't have much of a rush defense to speak of, yet still the Patriots were not able to run the ball effectively. Your leading rusher was Ezekiel Elliott, 12 carries, 27 yards. This is not even a, oh, man, did they miss Ramondre. The run game wasn't going anywhere. It nope. was They were grinding gears. You're not going to do much. And my God, folks, if you want to go back and just watch the are you sure you deserve to collect a paycheck portion of the Patriots game? Just go back from the all oh, yes yeah celebration at the end, which he had no interest in, to a cut-up of his <clears throat> highlights, if you will, on the field. Trent Brown is the most checked-out human being I have ever seen wear a Patriots or a professional football uniform. 
I mean, re- at this point, just don't even show up for the last two games if you're going to put put forth that kind of effort. Just pulling up, just stopping, giving up halfway through blocks, not you know running downfield. Like he has no, in- I don't know if he has any interest in playing football. If there's something wrong beyond a, uh, if the physical, is it a bad attitude? Is it a combination there? And yes, did you question is- if he has a bad attitude? <laughs> I mean, have you watched his career? Yeah, he, I don't. You you people. I don't know how you people can be surprised at this point in the process that Trent Brown isn't engaged, isn't your best. But it's like embarrassing. It's embarrassing. It has been at some point in virtually every season of his NFL career. He is who he is. Was it ever this bad though? In yes, yes. I don't know. Do you people not pay attention? We try. You well, you try harder. This is why when you people told me when I said I would cut him in the summer and Bill gave him the little bump in pay. I said yeah. that was stupid. When you hitch your wagon to these types of people, it is not going to play out well. It is not going to be to your benefit. It's going to be a net negative. And I still firmly believe that. And all these people that were trumpeting his PFF grades and, oh, he says he's their best offensive player. And I said it yesterday. Tom Curran put out a tweet for his quick slants, asked mm-hmm. people to rank their top five Patriots. And my number four was Trent Brown parenthetical when healthy and engaged and people are like oh is he talking about trent brown when is he ever engaged no he is sometimes when he's healthy and engaged he has the ability to be one of the best offensive linemen in football the problem is you don't get that all the time you don't get that most of the time you get that some of the time so he's only really on the field now out of i'm sure the coaches have seen the same tapes we have and they've watched the same cut-ups and highlights or lowlights if you will even though it was a win and my God, he's only got to be out there on the field just because they don't have enough healthy offensive linemen or at least tackles to field at this point. It's a putrid effort. It's embarrassing. And, of course, he's probably like, I don't care. I got 12 million reasons not to be embarrassed. Okay, fine. But it's it's awful. Um, I Are you sure when be- he misses plays, he's not just going to the bathroom because he said that's an issue. When he misses time, it's just because he has to go to the bathroom. So, Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, re- is that is that why? So he's he just, takes a lot of time in the bathroom. Oh, God. It's a big old Tootsie uh, Roll coming out. What? Uh, Andy, just. I just saw that on Instagram. Somebody sent it to me. It was like post Christmas body, and it was a massive Tootsie Roll going down the assembly line. <laughs> oh, God. Um, I gave him a B minus mostly because I was surprised at how effective the offense was. Uh, it couldn't have started worse, uh, but nope. they came through later in the game. That 20 point third quarter was pretty impressive. And yeah, when you had to have it at the end, Bailey's. I, I think a lot of it just goes to Zappy, really, honestly. I. It, That'll um, not to spoil the quarterback grade later on. I know. I'm just saying, like he, he was the main reason why I was more than generous, and maybe it is also the holiday spirit and the holiday season, which leads me to a more than generous grade. Uh, how about the defense, Andy? Uh, I'm going to give the defense a B plus, um, and it's knocking on the door. It easily could be an A minus. Um, certainly, they deserve a lot of praise for their first series when the offense fumbles red zone and you hold them on downs don't give up a score i think that's a massive factor in this game because you know i was wondering how this game would play out mm-hmm. could, it, could the patriots lose interest if you go down there after a fumble seven nothing butterfly effect this may be a totally different football game it wasn't the defense stood its ground the defense was good against the run game barmore was dominant he is a force we've talked about that yesterday and you know the ch and the ching that he's starting to have in his mind i'm assuming 100 million dollar deal maybe around the corner and then um you made the plays i thought you needed to make at times i think that denver offense is kind of bad i don't and they lost Cortland sneaky sutton. bad yeah but with Cortland sutton out the offense had nowhere to go javante williams was it as a matter of fact believe it or not their leading rusher jaleel mclaughlin six carries for 
37 yards. Javante Williams was a non-factor in this nope. game. And Marvin Mims ends up being their leading receiver, 3 for 63. Like, that's how much. And that really points out, again, Patriots fans, as you freak out about, like, uh, I can understand people freaking out more about the draft pick because of Marvin Harrison Jr. Because look what happens when a quarterback of any age and mobility has a giant, sure-handed, legit number one receiver. A healthy Cortland Sutton who's had ACL issues, who's obviously had to learn multiple new offenses during his career. He's been in a groove with Russell Wilson, and I think that really spoke volumes to their five-game win streak. He goes out, the whole game yep. plan goes out, Pats win. And he's been a little bit of a um, breakout guy this year. His touchdowns are way, way up working with Russell Wilson. And I have some of that circumstantial quarterback and offense and everything that went into it, his health. Um, but he had a breakout year. And, yeah, that was huge. When he left with the, I don't know if it was a concussion or just being evaluated for a concussion or whatever mm -hmm. happened there when he hit his turf, hit a head on the turf. Uh, yeah. But I thought the defense was pretty solid all the way around for as much as that. Now, again, it's not ideal that you give the the two touchdowns up. The momentum shifted to the Broncos late in the game. But, again, part of that is when your offense is going three and out every possession, that puts a lot more pressure and mm -hmm. stress on you. And they, uh, they held enough so that you could have a chance to win the game and obviously pull it out in the end. Any game where you give up more than 20 points is hard to even with expectations being what they were. Hard to give him an A. I gave him a B-plus as well. Oh, almost, almost an A-minus. minus. Um, those two touchdown drives, a lot of that could be, yes, like you said, the offense was grinding gears for a while. The ball quickly back in the hands of Denver. Hell, Denver even had a chance to to win the game. You see, this is why it's almost an A-minus, but uh, the defense shows up in the final two minutes, gets the ball back in the offense's hands as well. And, yeah, Christian Barmore almost makes them deserve an A-plus-plus-plus for the effort the guy's putting forth. I would dare say this. I don't think a single member of the New England Patriots has had a better performance on either side of the ball all season long than Barmore's effort against the Broncos on Christmas Eve. Agree or disagree? Best performance by a Patriot receiver, a back, a lineman, a corner, anybody all season. I think that was the single best effort by a Patriot all season. My, re my gut reaction is yes. But you know that I have CTE and a poor memory, so I'm leaving the door open that I'm forgetting something <laughs> previous to this. Do you have all the acronyms? CTE, IBS. Yeah, I, I have issues. I mean, we can just I, say it plain and simple. I've I have issues. done a couple of few shows with you. I figured that out by now. I personally would argue a couple of games from Jabiro Peppers. He had some good games early he's on in the year. He's been good. Um, he's had, he's had so Joe, he's had some of those highlights. Like the hit on Devontae Adams will still be felt. Uh, from the Raiders game well into the offseason. He's had some big plays, yes, for sure. But the most consistent, high-quality effort by a member of the Patriots all season was, in my estimation, by more. I think you can make a solid argument. I do. I and and I'd also argue that at points in this season, there weren't a lot of candidates. So Nope. <laughs> Not exactly the deepest pool that we're wading through on this nope. one. I saw right, somebody pose Farrow Brown for top five Patriots, and I said, whoa. Come on now. Whoa. What he had? He had a catch the other night. Uh, might have had two. Oh, at least one, right. maybe two. But yeah, good to see him back in the chat. Okay, special teams. Special teams. This, this is, is now. I this think, is the a, hardest. This is one. an interesting one. Yes, it is. Because all over the map, it is doink. It is missed PATs, missed field goals. But then it's also punch out, touchdown, game winning kick. So I went B plus here as well. In the end, I weighed it towards the game winning plays, not the potential game losing plays. Um, so I think 
the Marte Mapu punch out, turns into a Cody Davis touchdown, allows that to really be a nice little flurry, almost like that Jets game on mm-hmm. Thanksgiving um, a few years ago, the butt fumble game. Remember there was like three touchdowns in 47 seconds oh, or something oh, was in that game. Um, you needed this flurry uh, of scoring, and the special teams were a part of that. And then Chad Ryland. I know it's light air, and I know in some ways it's the old nothing-to-lose, 56-yard game winner, blah, 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 just give it your old best and see what happens. But he nailed the hell out of that thing, and so I give them a B-plus on special teams despite all the, the mistakes. Yeah, it's an A for the effort of Mapu, Cody Davis, and the final kick, but it was an it. Uh, it was, you know, a B-minus kind of night for Barringer. Um, no major returns allowed for Denver. Um, Ryland almost was trending towards an F. Everybody was lamenting the days of Nick Folk and oh how we miss Big Kick Nick. So I gave him a B. You Maybe think? It, is there any chance that he was trending in a way where he doesn't kick the final two weeks of the season? Was he trending in that direction? Any chance Ry- that he Ryland? Wasn't gonna, yeah, like that he's going to get like Roberto Aguayo'd and just like uh, Chad sat. Ryland goes on IR with a calf injury because they have and worked they try out, out another kicker just for yeah. fun. Because I just feel like it was. It was going in a bad direction. He had missed, oh yeah, what three of six, and he was missing badly. And they had the thing with the inflated balls, and he seemed like a little bit of a. He was starting to go down the broken man road, not just He's missing fifteen kicks. for twenty three. Let's not go ahead and you know put the bust in Canton, but. You know, he's still not having a great season. He did just happen to make no. the longest game-winning kick in Patriots history. Well, but Yeah, and that's my point. If he doesn't make that kick, let's just say he misses that. That's his third miss of the game. Not that that would be the worst miss. The other two were far worse, but it would add to the totality of misses on uh, Christmas Eve. I just wonder if there was a chance he was going to get replaced if that was a crossroads moment in his career. Interesting. A crossroads moment in his career and or the season and the future in Foxborough. Uh, for sure. Yeah, going, in, going into last night, that was his for, or the night against Denver. It was his first missed extra point. So he had been perfect on extra points until that point. But in terms of field goals, he was 13 of 20. Yeah, no, he had missed seven, and this, that was his eighth coming in. That's not Oof. good, especially in that sample size. If you miss eight out of 50, okay, that's a little different. You're 42 of 50. But when you're missing eight out of 21, that's not good. Not National great. Football League. And, uh, and I should also point out, he only had one field goal. 50 plus entering uh-huh. that day. Oh, yeah, no, he was 51. missing, as Bill put it, he's missing PATs, even though they mm-hmm. weren't actually PATs. They were PAT length kicks. Triple PATs. We yeah. call them field goals. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right, let's see. What grade did you give to the coaching? Ooh, coaching. I thought we were going to go Zappy. Coaching. So, coaching, uh, straight B. Um, I thought they were solid. Uh, first of all, is the, the big picture, you had the team ready to play. You had, well, you had the defense ready to play. I'm sure the first play doesn't really look like the offense was ready to play when they <laughs> give double pressure, nope. just, ah, fumble. What um, can you do with this line, though? I mean, right. honestly. But the defense showed up from there, bowed up, um, and I thought overall um, it was okay. Again, this was a, a, a game of two bad teams or two mm-hmm. less than good teams battling each other. Um, I was not impressed with the Denver offense. They had some play calls and some plays that were horrific. I didn't love the Patriots offense at times with Bill O'Brien. Um, but I think this is a solid, you know, Christmas Eve B gift effort. It probably wouldn't have been a good enough performance to win on most nights, but it was a good enough performance to win on that night against that opponent in that place. And that's all it needed to be, exactly. Yep. I gave them a B as well. Thought it was a solid. Uh, they were well prepared, especially on defense as well. They adjusted accordingly. They did falter late. 
Uh, and I heard Bill Belichick when he appeared, uh, when he did his morning presser earlier, the love letter to Miles Bryant. I mean, he had, like Miles Bryant may soon be the poster boy of Patriots players that somehow found a way to stick around and work, if not sometimes thrive in Foxborough, and probably wouldn't make thirty-one other rosters. And was hated at periods of his Patriots uh, career. By oh, people. sure. Oh my God! I mean, the the, the mockery just alone, like Isaiah when McKenzie. Christian Gonzalez went out against uh, Dallas earlier well, yes. this year. But remember First when Isaiah play. McKenzie bitch slapped him that entire game, and he kept looking at the sideline like, "Hey, coach, we got tap, we got anybody that could replace me?" And they're like, "Nope, stay out there. Like, I didn't want to stay out here." <laughs> but, but he's eating my lunch, and everyone can see it. And now he's a versatile, consistent, and this is Bill. I'm not surprised how much Bill um, oozes uh, about him, uh, gushes about him, because yeah. this is his type of guy. Like yep. a developmental, versatile, not sure where we're going to put him, but he tries his ass off. We'll put him in a few spots. He, 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 I, we know what he's going to do, and there's limitations to his game, but I know what he's going to do, and he's going to give me everything he has. And in the end, rep after rep after rep, a lot of it in the face of criticism from the media and from fans. We said it for a while, the last couple of years. They like Miles Bryant way more than anybody else does. Like, than the fans do. Like, his parents might even be like, hey, he's not really that good. How does he keep playing so much? <laughs> we, we don't even really like him that much. No. And now he's a solid player. He's a little bit. Now, the difference is Jelani Tavai was a second-round pick, and you acquired him after he kind of busted out in Detroit for Matt Patricia. But he is a similar guy that a lot of people didn't love on the field. They're like, why does he play so much? And then eventually you're like, oh, he's not a bad player. He's kind of versatile, does some things. And now Jelani Tavai and Miles Bryant, to me, are sort of poster boys for this defense that lost some of its stars, but has these guys come up into bigger roles than maybe you would have expected. Yeah, boundary corner, slot corner, special teams, punt returns. He's somebody. Oh, yeah, remember when he it. sucked at punt returns and he kept fumbling it and making terrible decisions? I forgot about his career as a crappy punt returner. <laughs> Amazing. Ama- on, honestly, you're player, right. Miles, like Miles Bryant and Jelani Tavai are, are Jelani Tavai are really like the poster boys yep. of the the old, like if it was the boogeymen in 2019, it's the tryhards of 2023. Sure. And trying hard will get you places in this world. Uh, all right, the tryhards, if you will. And finally, quarterback. I gave Bailey Zappi a B plus. B plus as well. Ah. Uh, it wasn't perfect. Oh. Uh, I told you my favorite play of his was early in the game, rolled out right, I believe, on a third down, and threw the ball away. Something he could have mm-hmm. done a week earlier against Willie Gay and the Kansas City Chiefs. But lessons learned, and he is getting his playing time and is continuing um, to do some good things, and I think learn. Now, again, not great. When your offense goes three and out... They had three drives, I believe, in the fourth quarter that totaled six yards. Six yards over three drives, three three and outs there. You, if you're getting two yards a drive, that's that's bad offense being played, and some of that's on the quarterback. But I didn't think he made any hellacious mistakes. Um, could he have done something differently on the opening fumble? Maybe, but it was kind of a jailbreak. It was a tough situation. It was it was a bad play by all. Oh, I mean, uh, was it McDermott or Lowe that just got absolutely turnstiled on that opening play? Uh, it wasn't McDermott's on IR, so it might have been oh, Lowe. Right. Okay, I think it was Lowe. Might have been Trent Brown. I don't know. Um, but yeah, no, it was not all on him. But then game on the line, the gunslinger Zappy makes a play to flip the field. After we talked about it, those couple running plays gets mm-hmm. you in position for the long field goal, gives you a chance to win. So he still isn't consistent he still hasn't put together four quarters of you're like wow that's a good quarterback I and we can get into this later it's one of the things I want to talk about today because everybody's talking about have you changed your mind on Bill and the coaching situation has anybody changed their mind on Zappy and what he is what he can be and we can get into that he hasn't changed my mind 
But he did enough good things to win. And again, in Denver, and this night, he did what he had to do to go home happy. Exactly. Uh, these, it was a full zappy, zappy hour, actually. He was a happy to, zappy. He was a zappy guy. Oh, my good Lord. Zappy I apologize for nothing. It's holiday week radio. What do you want, folks? All right, so there's our grade. I haven't gotten a doink yet. We, <laughs> we got offense, broken? defense, special teams, coaching, quarter. There we go. By Thank God, you that's Stone Cold music. By God, that's Andy Hartsat music. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.